hello. Welcome to another episode of the Wing It Worldwide podcast. My name is Scott McKay. And this is Emily McKay. Today we're going somewhere that I think it's overlooked, even though it's right here in the United States, Emily. Out West, Canyonlands. If you start naming Utah National Parks. That's not one that usually comes to mind. No. I mean, first of all, you got Zion. Arches. Arches. You've got uh, Bryce Canyon. Right. And Zion. Uh, well, I said Zion. Oh, sorry. There's five national parks in there. I think people would come up with Canyonlands probably before Capitol Reef. Mm-hmm. But Canyonlands has got to be one of the most underrated national parks in the whole system, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Especially since it's right next door to Arches. Arches. Yeah. It's a quick drive from Moab. Moab is a playground. Oh, yes. Uh, and Jeeps, the lines bikes, back there. Yeah, everything. Uh, beautiful, beautiful places. Arches gets a lot of press because of the beautiful red rock formations and all right. those arches. Uh, you know, the delicate arch itself is on the Utah license plate. Right. But man, you go drive over to Canyonlands and you're rewarded richly, aren't you? Oh, especially if you have a four by four or at least a high clearance vehicle. And you're not afraid of heights. <laughs> you better know how to drive. If you're afraid of heights, you might want to skip Canyonlands. I, I couldn't drive that road. Oh, it's like the road of death. If you've ever seen like the Yuncas Road right. in Bolivia, that famed road of death. And now, first of all, let's backtrack. Canyonlands is almost as impressive as Grand Canyon. If there weren't a Grand Canyon to talk about, this we would talk about it. Canyonlands a lot more. Yes. It's like the second string Grand Canyon, which a second rate, first rate canyon is what it is. Yes. Basically, which is not a bad thing to be. Mm-hmm. So you go here, and I mean, it's like a mile down. You know, 3,000, 4,000 feet, if not 5,000. And it is incredibly impressive and huge. And you drive into the park and you start looking around. You can do little hikes. Right. Then you find out there's something called the Schaefer Trail. Yes. Which is this road of death. And we were visiting the uh, uh, the center, the National Park Center. The National Park Center. And we're asking about the different trails and the different roads. And we're like, what about this one? Well, she says, you know, you drive that. It'd be fine. Well, we don't have a four-wheel drive. That's fine. You can still take it. She didn't, as long as you had a truck. She didn't warn us. She didn't tell us what we were in for. Typical low-key park ranger. Yes. National Park Service rangers like, oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. Go almost, enjoy. You'll be in two or three hours. Almost like the Australian no worries attitude. Yeah, right? no worries. <laughs> go enjoy. Well, we drive down this trail, and I should have known. You know, we're driving down the canyon. This thing is hugging the wall of the canyon switchbacks, 90-degree turns, and if you don't make the turn, it's, oh, right. Wally wait, Coyote wait, wait. Here's style. The, here's the big question. Is this a two-way traffic or one-way? It can't be two-way, can it? I mean, it's only this wide, but <laughs> we it is. We were having this conversation. We see a car come the other way. When we get down to the <laughs> bottom, I mean, we lucked out. We're like, oh, it is two-way. No, but I mean, if your brakes go out, it's like, put an anvil in my hands, you know, <laughs> Wally Coyote and he had all six of us in the car. And you're all like, oh, yeah, Dad, no problem. He's got this. You're all trusting me and singing along. Oh, look out there. Dad, look. Dad, look, look, look. out there. Like, I am I not can't. looking out there. <laughs> if I look out there, we die. I mean, my knuckles are white. Okay, I'm going like five miles an hour around these turns. Okay, let's go to the next turn. Another one. And it is a mile down. It right. took a half Three an hours. hour well, just yeah, to drive down to the, the cliff. Bottom. Right. And then when you get down to the bottom of a cliff, it's not like your life is no longer in danger. You're There's in the more. middle of nowhere by yourself, 100 degrees in the summertime. This was in our summer trip. So it's yes, July. June. End of June, beginning of July. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember exact date. And 
boom, you're at the bottom of this hill. And I mean, it is you and the Gila monsters and the heat. <laughs> and you're driving down this road and you get to a place where guys put a rock in the road. And I'm glad the guy put the rock in the road because if you would have kept going, would've you would have driven off oops. a 10, 12 foot mini cliff that was allegedly used to be a road. You had to drive around that thing. Right. We're like, uh... Where does the road go from here? We didn't know what the heck to do. You had to step out, look yeah, around, absolutely. and realize, oh, wait, it looks like there's a trail that way. Right. Not very well defined. We learned later that this is where they filmed Thelma and Louise. Yes, there's an area where it's you <laughs> see the movie. drive off the cliff. Right. You know, it's just right along the side of the road. And it's a beautiful drive. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. It takes about two or three hours from beginning to end when you get to the main road. You'll feel like you've accomplished something when you live from it. It's oh, an adrenaline yeah. rush. But it is not for the faint of heart. And you need to know that when you do this Schaefer Trail, it's S-H-A-F-E-R and water. I mean, if you get stuck down there, you could pop a tire there. Yeah. You know, we were talking in another podcast about um, Being prepared. the Dalton Highway. Yeah. Yeah. This makes the Dalton Highway jealous. <laughs> this this is your... a real road. <laughs> this, this, makes... is, this is for real men. No kidding. And it makes your truck jealous. Yeah, right. My poor pickup truck, my 4x4 pickup truck is sitting at home. His whole family doesn't fit in it. Right. And my truck gets to have the adventures. Pulling the trailer, going RVing, having the adventures. Yeah, this could be like the Dirt Road Truckers show could be filmed here. This would be (laughs) something else. Well, another thing about Candylands that's really, really cool is the Mesa Arch. And we have a Mm -hmm. video of this on the blog. Mm -hmm. The Mesa Arch is a natural stone arch that if you fall off the thing when you're walking across it, Wile E. Coyote style, you know, you can't see the bottom. No, I mean, there's, there's vultures no. flying way down below. Look Wait, like little for specks. unsuspecting tourists. Yeah, pluck them out of the air. <laughs> and the thing's about eight feet wide. Uh-huh. Maybe and, six. It felt little to me. I think it's probably more than you think. But it's still not for the faint of heart. And it's a fun thing to walk up there with because a camera like I did. What's interesting is the fall it. is both right and left. It's oh, yeah. not just on one side. Oh, that's right. And it's an optical illusion when you first walk up to it because you don't see the gap on the right-hand side of it. Because you can walk up to this thing and then it kind of curves around and you climb up on the arch. In other words, it's like a peninsula. Right. right? But I took a video of it. It's on the blog. And uh, that's fun because it's a cool little adventure. It's great to take pictures of yourself up there. I think the uh, main banner picture for this whole blog post on Kenny Lands is mm-hmm. you up top of that. Right. I was yes. so proud of you for getting up there. Oh, I had to. I mean, there's nothing keeping me away from it. Of course, I went down as quickly as I got up. <laughs> right. <laughs> you looked good up there for about 10 seconds. Harry, like, take, oh, I remember. Take a picture. Take Harry, a picture. take a picture. Take a picture. I'm out. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> Can I come down now? All right, good. Bye. <laughs> I got my picture. I'm good. Very I'm carefully. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there's a few trails, a lot of them small. It's a mm-hmm. s- relatively small park. The The main focus is the arches and, of course, the uh, the driving Schaefer Trail. It backs up to a state park, which is in many ways equally impressive. Matter of fact, we were driving back. Remember, they were doing rock climbing. The road, like, hugs a cliff, mm-hmm. not in the same way as the Schaefer Trail. There's the cliff's going up the side of the road instead of, like, down the other side. Right. Oh, I would you have know. loved to have joined them. Yeah. The road back mm-hmm. is a lot more interesting than the road getting there by the main highway. Yeah. Well, taking the highway to the park only takes about 30 minutes. Right. This takes significantly longer. Two hours. But old trains laying around and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then there's that plant. So you had to make sure you wash your car when you're done because it's corrosive. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's part of the adventure. Fascinating to look at. And the beautiful colors of white and blue and purple out there. And, you know, not to be mistaken. It is Wiley Coyote country out there. It's beautiful. It's how you picture the American West. 
Mm-hmm. And Canyonlands has a different landscape about it than Arches does. It's no longer just red rock formations. If you see pictures of Canyonlands and juxtapose those with pictures of Arches, like if you go to Google Images and just get a feast for the eyes of both of those parks, you won't believe they're within like 20 miles of each other. Right. But right. it's just such a gorgeous area in general. Yeah, and different views and just a different vibe and everything. Now, one of the things we did out there that was definitely a good move is we took our RV. We hauled our travel trailer and mm-hmm. we stayed at the uh, we stayed at a really nice RV place because at night, you know, the stars are all out. And all the little hotels there are very overpriced. Mm-hmm. And they're not even all that nice. No, they're dinky hotels. Yeah. You know, you wonder where is a roach hanging out. And you paid a, a lot of money for yeah, it's like motel for something that's, from a, like 1960s. that's just yeah. under Motel 6 standards. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they're clean. But uh, the RV place was fascinating. Yeah. Taking your kids out that part of the country, you don't want to stay in hotels. You want to get your RV be able to drag it around and pick your nights where you're going to go. And, or get a tent. Right. And wake up in the morning and be out in nature. That is the place to do it. The Western United States is just brilliant for that. And I tell you, Canyonlands, if you were to take a trip around Utah and just go to those five national parks, you would have a wonderful, wonderful trip. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We'll have to Every talk one about, of them is different. We'll have to talk about Zion sometime. Absolutely. But for now, that's crickets. Oh, time is up. But uh, Canyonlands National Park, one of the most underrated underrated national parks in the whole system. Definitely visit it. And also, you'll want to visit our blog at www.wingitworldwide.com. We also have a show notes page, of course, at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. Uh, You'll see more pictures, more about Canyonlands and all the other places we talk about on this podcast. Every podcast has a blog post to pack it to. pack it up um probably want to go on another trip <laughs> that's freudian right every blog post is backed by a podcast and vice versa that's how we run around here and um definitely talk to us you can write us at scott and emily at wing my name is spelled with one t and we love to hear from you and we'll write you back until we talk to you again real soon this is scott and this is emily be good out there and have fun Wing It Worldwide podcast is copyright X and Y communications. All rights reserved worldwide. Remember, you can go to the show notes page at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. There you'll find out much more about all the destinations talked about by Scott and Emily on this show. Remember, if there's anything left out that you wanted to hear, chances are you'll find it there. It's all at www.wingitworldwide.com front slash podcast. This is Ed Roy Odom speaking for the Wing It Worldwide podcast. Until next time, be good and have fun.